people have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event, Work On Your Game Live, is taking place. Write these dates down. February 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday and a Saturday, here in beautiful, sunny, warm Miami, Florida, February 2023, February 3rd and 4th. At this event, we're going to help you achieve three specific things. You can write these things down too. Number one, help you raise your level of performance, because as I always say, this is a performance-based business that we are in. Number two, increase the consistency of your performance. This means you don't only perform at a high level, but you can do it over and over and over again. And number three, you're going to make more money in your business. If you are into making more money and generating more revenue in your business, we're going to do all of that. Those three things, performance, consistency, revenue, at Work On Your Game Live. Now, how we're going to do that are four specific things, the mindset that you need to show up every day and do the work, the strategy so that you have a game plan of action, the system so that you can execute the strategy consistently without fail, with very little variation from moment to moment, and the execution to go and get it done over and over and over again. Those are just details. But just keep these three things in mind that I told you at the top. Performance, consistency, income. If you are interested in any one of those three things or two of them or all three, go to workonyourgame.live. Again, workonyourgame.live. Get your ticket to the event. I am hosting. I will be teaching the entire two days. We'll give you food and snacks and coffee and donuts and all that. We have VIP dinners both nights that are optional if you would like to join. And I mean, it's Miami. Who doesn't want to be in Miami in the middle of February when it's the coldest part of the year everywhere else in the United States? Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me. Let me know that you're coming. And we're going to know who everybody is, who needs to meet who. I'm going to make sure everybody gets exactly what you need out of that. You will not leave that room unless you have a full game plan moving forward of action to take your business where it needs to go. Workonyourgame.live. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. This is about looking for ways to be more efficient so you get more done rather than ways to work harder and put out more effort. See, you don't get paid for just putting out effort and there is no virtue in simply doing hard work. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself 
to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to value your time over your talent. This is a strategic approach episode. And before we get into it, let me tell you a couple things. First of all, I have a daily motivation text that I send out free of charge to everyone who's in my text community. You would like to receive this message that's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Here's the only thing you need to do. Text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out that daily motivation message, you shall receive it straight to your phone free of charge. Again, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Secondly, my next live event called Work On Your Game Live is taking place in Miami, Florida, February 3rd and 4th here in beautiful, warm South Florida. Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. At this event, we will be covering mindset, strategy, systems, and execution. I guarantee if you are serious about taking your professional life and your personal life at the same time to the next level that they need to get to, I will help you do this. If you listen to this show, you already know what the show is about. You know what my approach is about. At this event, I'm going to be giving you everything you need, the deepest, best stuff I have for two full days in person. Not only do you get to meet me and work with me and ask me questions, you're also going to get to meet with, work with, and ask questions of other people who are at the event. This is the thing that high-level performers are doing, folks. Get in the game. Be in the room. Go to workonyourgame.live. And third, get access to all of my training materials and my coaching programs by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You'll see your options right there on that page. There's only two buttons on the page. Pick one. You can fill out a quick application and pick a time on my calendar to get on a call with me about my coaching program, or you can get access to all of my training materials and take them at your own pace on your own online. But again, at workingyourgameuniversity.com, you get access to all the stuff. There are two buttons on the page. It's very simple, cut and dry page. So again, that's workingyourgameuniversity.com. So getting into today's topic, which is how to value your time over your talent. What we're talking about today is efficiency of effort. And really, this is about changing your mind in a qualitative way. I did a two-part series on qualitative change versus quantitative change. That was episodes number 2228 and 2229, if you have not listened to them yet. And the purpose of this is you want to change your mind in such a way that you will start looking for ways to be more efficient and get more done rather than looking for ways to work harder and put out more effort. Let me say that sentence again. This is about looking for ways to be more efficient so you get more done rather than ways to work harder and put out more effort. See, you don't get paid for just putting out effort and there is no virtue in simply doing hard work. And this is something that I've talked about the last couple of days here on the show, the last few days, is we were taught, it was ingrained in us from children, that it's some type of virtue to work hard and put forth more effort as if there's actually some kind of reward for it when there is no reward for just putting out the work even though I'm the guy who says work on your game. Like the purpose of working on your game is not just to say you did the work. The purpose of working on your game is to produce a result. Now we're in a performance and a results-based business. So you heard me say that too, right? Okay, so understand that these are not the same thing. Being efficient and getting things done is not the same as working hard and putting out effort. All right, you can do one without the other. All right, have you ever worked hard and got no result? Okay, have you ever gotten a lot of stuff done with a small amount of effort? Yes, you have. All right, so the sooner that you can accept the difference between these two, the more you will be able to achieve. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is how to value your time over your talent. Number one, always remember that time is your most valuable resource. There is always a way to get more done by using other resources aside from your own time and your own effort. But again, it has been ingrained in many of you 
that using your own time and your own effort is the only way that you can get anything done. So whenever you feel like you can't get something done with your own time and effort, you're sitting there like, oh, well, I guess nothing else that I can do. But there's always a whole bunch of other things you can do. You actually have many more options than just using your own time and effort. But again, a lot of people don't recognize that. These are the resources that you can use. Like we talked about in the five fours of investment are money is one of them. You can use your money in place of time and effort. You can utilize other people. You can utilize your communication skills and sometimes a combination of all three. You can leverage your money and the other people on the planet combine communication skills and get a whole bunch of things done on your behalf for you, leveraging things outside of you. And other people, by the way, will use you the same way that you will use them. All right. This is a great thing. All right. This is what we talked about in episode 2293. That days that we're in now is no longer the permission economy. It is now the collaboration economy. The economy is run by collaborations. When you use social media, you are collaborating with the social media platform. They have all the people. You have the content. That's a collaboration. You put a book on Amazon. They have all the customers. You got the book. They get a cut every time a sale gets made. You get a cut when the sale gets made. That is a collaboration. Right now, wherever you're listening to this show, you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on SoundCloud, you're listening on Apple Podcasts, there's a collaboration between me and those platforms because they have all the listeners. I have the content. I create the content. They provide the listeners. That's a collaboration between me and those platforms. So we're all collaborating all the time. So you want to be using other people and you want other people to be using you. The problem is many people refuse to or unable to see these options for two specific reasons. One is that we have been conditioned to believe that hard work is some kind of virtue that makes you more worthy of success. This is a false belief. It's an inaccurate form. The other belief that is getting in your way from seeing what you need to see is many people simply don't have the mindset of using your money specifically to buy time. And this is why today's topic is how to value your time over talent. All right, the simplest way to buy time is use money. You can buy time in other ways, but the simplest way to do it is money simply because money is the accepted legal tender, is the accepted form of barter that pretty much everyone accepts. I don't know too many people who don't accept money. They say, all right, if you want to get this loaf of bread or this car or this product or this service, we accept these forms of payment, but money is not one of the ones that we accept. I've never seen that anywhere. Everybody accepts money. Now, you may be able to buy things other than money, but usually money is one of the things you absolutely must use. And keeping in mind, folks, that your time is more valuable than your money. That's why when you have the opportunity to use money to buy time, you absolutely should do it because it's a great deal. Okay, now, if you use time to buy money, there are times when it does make sense to still do that, but you should try to limit that simply because it's not that great of a deal. It's not that great of a deal to trade your time for money. I'm not telling you never do it. I talked about this in episode 182, why you should still trade some time for money, but not all your time for money, simply because it's not a good deal. Time is worth a whole lot more. So if you're giving up time and getting money in exchange, hopefully is a significant amount of money, but you should always use money to buy time. All right, moving on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why you should value and how to value your time over your talent. Number two, the million dollar question is this then, given everything I said in point number one, Ask yourself how you can do something faster than the old way of working hard and throwing more effort at it. Say it again. Ask yourself, how can I do this faster than the old way of working hard and throwing more effort at a problem? Yes, there is a way for you to do this, but the start, the genesis of you solving this problem is asking yourself the question, how do I do this faster, more efficiently, without putting more effort and more hard work into it? I mean, you're familiar with a website called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to the show are familiar with the website Canva. 
Any of you ever heard of it? If you haven't heard of it, you can look it up and you can see what it is. It's a great website. I love Canva. To put simply, Canva is a website that allows people like you and I to do our own graphic design jobs. We could do our own graphic design on Canva. You could pretty much design anything you want or need on Canva. Now, there are applications that go into a little bit more detail, like Photoshop, where you could do a little bit more in Adobe and things like that. But Canva, as far as web-based and you know, graphic design from basic to pretty advanced, you could do a lot on Canva. Great site, good in many ways, even a free version that you only have to pay for, you can use if you ever need to do any kind of graphic design. But Canva introduces some terror and some terribleness into the world in one way. Terribleness is the word that I made up. I don't think that's a real word. There are a lot of people. Here's the bad thing that Canva does is that it incentivizes and entices a whole lot of people who have no eye for graphic design. I mean, these are people who are completely blind when it comes to graphic design to actually use it and think that they are achieving something by doing their own graphic design. This is the bad thing that Canva does. So anybody from Canva who's listening to this, that's not really a knock on Canva. It's kind of a tongue in cheek thing. But what Canva has done is incentivize a whole bunch of people to think that they can do their own graphic design. The same way that the podcasting app has incentivized a bunch of people to think that they should start a podcast or YouTube has incentivized people to think that they should start their own TV show and put out visual stuff and how self-publishing has incentivized a bunch of people to think that they should write books. All right. Not everybody. You don't have to do everything that you see just because it's available. And what Canva does, I'm just using them as an example, it's gotten a whole bunch of people to think that they should do their own graphic design when they are really, really bad at graphic design. I've told, I've given you anecdotes of this before. I was talking to an entrepreneur who I know, I'm thinking of this person right now. And they, we were on a, a phone call and they said, Drake, let me show you this graphic that I made. And they sent me a, like a text or an email of some graphic that they designed. And they said, well, what do you think of this graphic? I said, who designed this graphic? And they said, I did, the person who was talking. And I said, are you a graphic designer? And they said, no. And I said, yeah, I can tell. It was bad. It was poorly done. And I said, why don't you go on a Fiverr or Upwork or something like that and hire somebody to create graphics for you? And this person replied in protest and said, well, they just use templates to make their graphics. And I said, well, their templates are better than this garbage that you made yourself. And this is the same thing that I would say to many of you who are doing something like I'm just using again, I'm just using graphic design as an example here. But there are several other things where people are doing this, doing things on your own that you are not good at and you're producing mediocre or worse results from it, yet you don't have anybody telling you the truth and or you are ignoring the truth that you can see with your own two eyes that the stuff you created is garbage and you think that it's okay because you saved some money. All right, stop trying to do that. Stop trying to save money, especially when you're running a business, folks. You shouldn't be aiming to save money on quality when it comes to something that you're going to be putting in front of people who might be able to give you more money than you're trying to save. You get what I'm saying? So if you are doing this, stop doing it. All right. And what happens is people are creating very bad graphic designs simply because you are trying to use your talent of which you have none when it comes to graphic design. You have no graphic design talent. And instead of buying time and hiring somebody to make your graphic who's better than you, I'm looking at you. Any of you who has designed a book with a terrible looking cover, if you designed your own book cover and the book cover looks terrible, then I'm talking about you. Now, you have to decide whether the book cover looks terrible or not. Here's the litmus test that I'll give you. If you have to ask someone, does this cover look bad? It looks bad. I want that point to sink in, that whole five seconds of space. I want that to sit right there. If you have to ask someone that if a graphic design that you made looks bad, if you ask that question, does this look bad? Question mark. If you ever ask that to anybody, then what you have is garbage. Any questions? Okay, good. So any of you has designed a book with a terrible looking cover, any of you who have made graphics that look like shit, 
or those of you who have designed your own logos that look like you're a five-year-old a child made them. I'm being harsh here in this point, simply because you could easily have hired somebody for a, a low amount of money. I mean, less than you spend every month on Starbucks coffee to do this work for you instead of you doing it because you're an amateur doing it yourself. So stop. How many people are going to look at the cover of your book that are going to possibly buy it? And you know how they say, don't judge a book by its cover, but we all know people judge books by their cover. All right, your graphic designs, how many people are going to see them that might make a decision about whether or not to click on your ad based on that graphic design? How many people are going to make a decision about your business based on the logo? All these things matter, folks. This is why you should be leveraging your time over your talent. Because again, what I talked about a couple of days ago, most people are talented, skilled, good at maybe two or three things max, two or three. The most successful people who you know are good at two or three things. They're not good at 10 and you're good at one. No, that's not what made them successful. They're good at the same number of things that you're good at, just a different two or three things than you, but they focus on their two or three and they offload everything else, or at least they strategize to offload everything else. Whereas you, on the other hand, you're good at two or three things. And instead of focusing on those two or three, you're trying to do 15. You're mediocre at damn near all of them. You're not giving enough time to the things you're actually good at. Therefore, you're not leveraging your actual talent. You're trying to create talent where it doesn't exist and you're failing. This is what happened to people. How many people are going to see the cover of your books? I mean, if you're watching this on video right now, any of you who's watching this on video, you see the books behind me on the shelf, right? There's a reason why I have these books displayed on the shelf to where you can see the covers of the book, because I never, ever, ever have ever had to ask anybody, does this cover look like shit? You know why? Because I value my time over my talent because I'm not a graphic designer. I am not a graphic designer. And you know what I do then when I need graphics designed? I go to someone who knows how to do it, who's better than me. I use money to buy time and I use their talent. I use their talent. They use my money. See that? That's how the economy works. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to value your time over your talent. Number three, never prioritize throwing your talent around at more than two or three things because your limit is two or three things. Every single person who's listening to me right now, I don't care what you do for a living. I do not care how much money you make. I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you went to school. I don't care what fucking certifications you have, what letters you have after your name. I don't care where you went to school, how many degrees you have. You are good at two or three things. Max. Nobody's good at seven things. Nobody's good at nine things. You are good at two to three things. Max. Now, you might get credit for seven things or 15 things, but you are good at two or three. And you probably know what those two or three are. If you've been in the game long enough or doing a certain job long enough, you know what your two or three things that you're great at. Are and that's the golden goose that lays the golden eggs that allows you to do other things that you might not be that great at. Maybe you got some passion projects or some things you just like to do for fun, but you're great at maybe two or three things. Every single person listens to this. I don't care how much money you make. You're making $25,000 a year, you're making $25,000 a month. You're good at two or three things. That's it. Everything else, even if you still do them, you should be scheming and planning for offloading those things so you can save yourself time and stop leveraging mediocrity to solve that problem. So, for example, if you're a coach, speaker, author, for example, and you've been going on Canva and I'm talking about you, you've been going on Canva and you've been designing your own graphics because you're trying to save money, quote unquote, save money by designing your own graphics, actually costing you money because now your book cover looks like shit and you're selling fewer books. Therefore, it's costing you money. The fact that you're doing this, you think you're saving money, but you're actually hustling backwards. But anyway, let's say you call yourself saving money because you're not paying anybody for your graphic design. You should be scheming on how and when you're going to stop doing your own graphic design so you can actually make more money and focus on what you do well, which I hope is one of those coaching, speaking, authoring, because it ain't graphic design. 
I know too many coaches, speakers, and authors who do their own graphic design because of a website like Canva, and it looks like garbage, and it's actually costing you more money than it's saving you. Everybody get what I say when I say hustling backwards? So you're hustling by saving money, but you're actually taking yourself backwards in your hustle. Your hustle is making you worse because you're not excellent at more than two or three things. And if you're not doing the thing that you're amazing at, the thing that you're amazing at is also usually things that you enjoy. Now, see, as I said, I'm not a web designer by trade. I would not go out and try to sell my services as a web designer. I know how to design a website. I could do one if I had to. Someone put a gun to my head and said, all right, you got you know, 48 hours to design this website. I could get it done. It would look actually pretty good because I learned how to do it because I've done it enough. I made myself pretty good at it because I did it so much when I first got started, because a lot of the things that I'm telling you today, I didn't know these things seven years ago. I didn't think this way seven years ago. I had not you know, formulated these frameworks of thought seven years ago. So I went and designed my own website and designed my own sales funnels. You look at any of my sales funnels, you look at workonyourgame.live, you look at workonyourgameuniversity, look at thirddaybook.com, mirrormotivation.com, look at any of my sales funnel pages. Most of them I designed myself. And then when I make a new one, I just clone one that I already have and then just swap out the materials for the most part, the content, the copy, the pictures, the videos, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't love doing web design. So again, I wouldn't go out and try to sell my services as a web designer because I don't love doing it. It's not something that I get excited about, even if I can make money from it. So the next time I'm ready to launch a new funnel, what I'm going to do is hire somebody else to design a funnel for me rather than me doing it myself. Only way I'll do it myself is if I'm cloning something that I already have, as I already told you. I'll clone something I already got. All I got to do is just swap the material out. That's already done. So I don't really need a designer for that because it's already designed. The two or three things that I'm great at, writing, speaking, and conversing with other people. That's what I do. Writing, speaking, and conversing. So conversing can be, let's say I'm running my coaching program. That can also be you know, doing this show. If you want to call this conversing, you also call this speaking. When I'm doing my live event, work on your game live, that's conversing. I'm going to be conversing with the people who are in the audience from the stage. All of that is conversing. Those are the things that my two or three is writing, speaking, and conversing. And if you notice, look at all the things that I tell you, that I told you about at the top of the show. It's that daily motivation. What is that? Writing. Work on your game live. What is that? Speaking. It tells you the link to where you can get on a call and talk to me about joining my coaching program. What is that? Conversing. Notice it's the same three things over and over and over again. Those are the three things that I focus on. Now, it's not that I don't do other things, but that's pretty much what I focus on. Any of you is on my email list, how many emails do you get from me on a weekly basis? What is that? Writing. How often does this podcast come out? Speaking. How often, if you follow me on YouTube, how often do those videos publish? Speaking. If you're in my coaching programs, right, what was your experience? Conversing. All right. So you notice that I'm focusing on these same three things. The main things that you know me for, that you know about, are those three things. That's what I focus on. And anytime I spend, if I find myself spending in an inordinate amount of time doing other things, then I'm looking at that. I'm taking note of it and I'm saying, okay, I need to strategize for how to get this off of my plate. Number one, because I'm not great at it. Number two, it's costing me time that I could be spending on number three, the things that I do great. I want to spend as much time as possible doing things that I'm great at because that'll make me look better than if I do things that I'm mediocre at. I mean, don't you look better when you're doing things you're great at than when you're doing something that you're just okay at? I mean, this is just a logical, rational question. Anytime I'm doing something other than that, I'm planning for when I can stop doing that thing completely. So I can focus on what I do best so I can look good. I can look more like a superhero when I'm doing things that I'm super at. And you should be doing the same thing. Moving on to recap today's class, which is how to value your time over your talent. What we're talking about is efficiency of effort and changing your mind in a qualitative way. So you're looking for ways to be more efficient so you can get more done rather than looking for ways to work hard and put forth more effort. Point number one, remember that time is your most valuable resource. There's always a way to get more done other than putting in more time and more effort. The challenge is, again, we've been conditioned to believe 
that putting in more time and more effort is some kind of virtue when it is not, and that this is the only way to get anything done. This is also not true. We are in a collaboration economy. I told you this in episode 2293. If you want to work within the wave of what's going on right now in the world, this is a trend, not a fad, is you need to learn how to collaborate. In other words, learn how to combine what you have, your resources, with other people's resources, and you both achieve more together than either of you would by yourselves. That is what collaboration is. Point number two, million dollar question is how can you do something faster other than working harder and throwing more effort at it? This is all you coaches, speakers, authors who are going on Canva and designing your own graphics to look like shit. I'm looking at you and I'm talking about you right now. Use your money to make yourself more money because the money you spend on getting good graphics design will actually make you more money in the long run because you'll sell more of your products that look like garbage because your graphics look like garbage. Your products are great, but the cover looks like shit and people do judge books by their cover, metaphorically speaking and literally. Point number three, never prioritize throwing your talent around at more than two or three things because you are only great at two or three things. Yet meet a person who's great at eight things. Most people are great at two or three things and you need to be designing your life and your business around focusing on as much as possible as many of your resources as possible on only those two or three things and abdicating, passing off all the rest, offloading the rest to someone or something other than yourself. You may not be able to do all of it right now. I understand that. But you need to be looking at that and taking note of it. What are the things that I'm doing that I probably shouldn't be doing so I can do less of this and more of the things that I'm great at? Me, my three things, the things you already know about me. Are right, you read my stuff? You listen to me talk? You've been to my events? You maybe had a conversation with me? Those are my three things. Writing, speaking, conversing. That's it. Those are the three things I focus on. Anytime I spend doing other things, I'm looking at that like, all right, how do I get this off my plate? This is not one of my top three. And you should be doing the exact same thing. There's a strategy and framework I gave you right there. You want to learn more about that. Here's what you do. First of all, text me, get my daily motivation straight to your phone every morning. My number is 305-384-6894. Number two, you want to learn how to strategize in this way for yourself so we can focus on putting a frame and a fence around the things that you do best so that you can spend more time doing them. Get your ticket and come to my live event. It's called Work On Your Game Live. Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. I don't care where you live. You live in Texas, California, Oklahoma, Washington, Minnesota. We got planes. All right, we got airplanes. All right, everybody knows what an airplane is, right? All right, they're safe. Get on one, fly to Miami in February, and be at Work On Your Game Live. Get your ticket right now by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me, let me know that you're coming. And you want to get access to all of my courses and or you want to be coached by me directly. Get into my coaching program. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You'll see your options right there on that page. And you can move forward based on what is right there on that page. It's very simple. I designed it myself. All right. So I know it works. So go to work on your game university.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.